0: Hello, this is episode 128 of the Purple Psychology Podcast. I'm Nisha. This is another episode on what difference a letter makes. So the comparison today is between INFJs and ENFJs. There are fascinating differences. ENFJs are wonderful at organising. They can bring people together for anything. brilliant at fundraising. They make fantastic trade union leaders. They add voice, as do INFJs. But we're hopeless at being money-driven too idealistic. The only way we can pull this off is by manifesting what we need to do what we care about. We're probably the most idealistic sign and the most unmaterialistic. We invest in everything. It needs to be sustainable and practical. We give gifts with deep personal meaning. Mine are always books or journals, occasionally pens, handmade cards, might cook dinner for you, occasional painting if you're really lucky. INFJs despite being internally driven, we have very high standards for ourselves, we have internal benchmarks, but when we speak as leaders we give voice to others. Despite this fact that INFJs are completely internally driven and we have our own standards and benchmarks, when we speak we tend to speak about everybody else. We very seldom talk about ourselves, we tend to talk about everyone else and things in terms of how they feel for other people and from their perspective and that is why one of the reasons that we make exceptionally empathic leaders and people that others like to follow because we are talking about them and what they relate to best and that's incredibly impactful and motivating and connecting and deeply connecting for people. And during this crisis, the leaders, that people have been most drawn to are the people who have that skill set, who can talk about this crisis in terms of them. It's a unique point of view. However, with ENFJs, even though they're very externally driven, they speak much better in the eye. And both of us are shy as children. And we only come out of our shell and give voice for other people. And one of the ways that I successfully got ENFJs to overcome their fear of public speaking is to speak in the eye. So they tend to collect experiences. There's a world of personal exposure. There's a series of first-hand experiences that they give voice to, especially the underrepresented but they're more political, in a way, generally, than INFJs are. All of the famous speeches that they give do so in terms of I, and they make fantastic radio presenters for this reason too, and do fantastic voiceovers. Can be said that ENFJs add voice, where INFJs add vision. ENFJs can make better mothers, though interestingly, I have known them to be one of the personalities that can choose to not be mothers. And be very fulfilled in doing that. But when they do so, in some ways, they can do this better than INFJs. INFJs can sometimes be too selfish and too driven to give enough time to parenting. But on the other hand, if they do decide to embark on it, they'll quite often do so and do it in a completely embracing way and actually make excellent homeschoolers. INFJs always live for the future in their heads, they're never living for now. And in fact, One of the things I think that we need in a partnership is to ground us further now. I think ENFJs tend to balance this a little bit better and tend to live in the moments and the bringing together of people and the momentum of the wheel rather than constantly living for a vision space beyond themselves and often beyond their lifetime. Both are equally brutal at self-care. But I think INFJs due to their very internal self do tend to learn this and learn how to fill their own tank. Whereas ENFJs because they do take from the external, it's sometimes because that does recharge them. Whereas for an INFJ it doesn't necessarily recharge us to be in the company of other people. Whereas for an ENFJ it does. They can be they can take a battery plug-in in in some ways from more transient connections. Whereas because that drains an INFJ, we have to get better at self-care and become more aware of it. And I sometimes see the ENFJs fall into patterns that are not brilliant in terms of self-care and can have maybe slightly more vices in order to cope and not realise that they come at a cost later in life. We both tend to put others first and to internalize problems, but somehow INFJs can be better at learning how to balance the equation for themselves, and we tend to have a little bit more willpower than ENFJs have. We both really enjoy really deep human interactions, but ENFJs do like the personal collections of the everyday, and I think that component of that external with them tends to draw more people to them, um, and it makes them better at creating communities of people, whereas with INFJs, it can be very hard to get to know them. And when you do know them and you're part of their world, it has a deep significance. But even a lot of people still don't know what I do. That's partly because there's no job title for what I do, and it's only the people who've worked with me who really get it. And in a funny way, I asked a few years ago for help coming up with a job title and nobody could come up with one. that were kind of even more ridiculous. But there's this sense where sometimes our job title doesn't exist. There are many concepts we haven't heard of before in INFJs. Philosophy, conservation, dance, theatre, um, the whole concept of social entrepreneurship, many everyday ideas do not exist before an INFJ dreams them up. And in a way, during quarantine, I think it's the small everyday connections that ENFJs are missing even more, the chat with the shop assistant, the taxi driver, the small everyday moments. And though INFJs can be very good at those, and we realise that they're very important, it doesn't always come as naturally to us and when we're younger, especially, we can tend to be a little bit more standoffish and a little bit more a little shyer in that. And it takes us time to grow into it. Um, and there can be a sense that people gravitate towards us and want those moments. Whereas I think ENFJs are better at, in, at initiating them. INFJs tend to need a champion, ENFJs tend to be a champion too many. I think one one of the the downsides of INFJs is because we can become so absorbed in what we're trying to do and in this vision and in the future, we can both forget to live for ourselves and live for the everyday and form those connections, but also we can forget to tell other people what it is that we're actually doing. And and not very many people will tend to find that because we're exceptionally private, whereas INFJs are better at putting... Um, a persona out in public that people find easier to engage with. I'm always amused by how many people tell me that I need to meet myself because I am a champion to others in that I help other people to understand their talents and the vision that's possible for them. But so many people tell me you just need to meet yourself to do that for you. And I haven't done that yet. Both are highly creative. Um, Both are very good at creating... Home spaces and in nice environments for people and though ENFJs are more extrovert and they do recharge from people they're probably one of the most introverted extrovert personalities in the sense that they do need a long time as well like all introverts do. ENFJs can struggle sometimes to see the motivations of others and need to seek an input in that whereas I think especially for other people. Maybe they don't have the objectivity for themselves always because they're too close and they like to see the best of people, INFJs, um, But ENFJs can struggle sometimes to see those motivations. And I do spend a lot of time translating the world to ENFJs. Both tend to feel very let down by people because both tend to give a lot more and be a lot deeper in their meaning and their purpose and their intention and their motivations behind things. And so both can struggle to have people to match that, and both can feel let down by the world. They tend to feel that they're giving more than they, than they get back. But I think INFJs can have a little bit more objectivity on why that is and what's happening for people, whereas I think ENFJs, depending on their life experiences and depending on how fortunate they are to form good friendships, can end up feeling later in life a little bit let down by the world. So both personalities are the people who most represent the underdogs and the underrepresented in society, either through voice or vision.